last time on the Four Orbs. As you move around the room, wary of possible new threats, you find that next to your entrance of this room, there's another corridor that runs somewhat parallel. Well, I'm going to go inspect this. The only thing you find, though, is the wand he was holding. I'm assuming it's magical. Yes. Oh, what is this thing? Keth, man, I've never seen anything like this before. These these teeth, there's so many... Hey, hey, Felly, have you ever seen anything like this before? Uh, no, I've never seen anything like this. So as you move into the south corridor, it's a winding corridor, and that sound of running water hits all of your ears. It eventually opens to a wide room. So as you begin to step into the room, a deep growl echoes from behind you throughout the mine. A multi-legged, hard-shelled monstrosity lunges out at you. I'm going to smack him in the back of the shell with my mace. As you're running towards it and just hit it in the back of its shell and like knock it down prone on the ground, and then you just smash it in the head again, and it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, good. We're still in initiatives. Mm. A swarm of these monstrosities. Hey, now. <laughs> rush out from behind the calcium cones, squirming quickly into your direction, lunging through the air at all of you. You try to estimate how many there are in this surprise attack, and it could be upwards of 30. I would like to cast my spike growth again. And I'm going to start bashing. Shoot some Eldritch Blasts. Dorth makes things better. I'll cast Gust of Wind. The monstrosities are dead. Woo! <sighs> What were those things? <laughs> what? It's that thing. What What thing? The thing that caused the rock slide. The spike from outside. It's the oh. baby versions. The water seems to be going down further, so that's definitely not a way out. Well, are we trying to get out or are we trying to find the well? <laughs> However, for this corridor over here, I'm not sure. As you enter this small 40-foot diameter room, it is filled with ruined and aged mining supplies. You hear a clutter in the room. And then you see a cloaked creature hiding behind a toppled minecart. It shivers in fear and ducks into the shadows hiding from you. I'll yell out, who's over there? Yeah, who goes there? We mean you no harm. We only wish to pass. Uh, we, we just want to talk. Who are you? I'm going to use my awakened mind. Who goes there? You find a shadowy face hidden in the cowl of the cloak. It has its hands raised, blocking the light. It slowly moves its hands, showing half of its face. It's a humanoid, a man. His eyes are pale, even the pupils. His nose torn with rot and teeth poking through, showing behind missing cheeks. And he says, You're, you're not, you're not him. Is this a trick? Who is him? The, the, the mind flare. What's a mind flare? He's got tentacles. Oh, that thing. We killed him. That's what it is. A mind flare. You, you killed him? Oh, he's so totally dead. And who are you? My name is Ovid Lar. I, I come from a forest in Televastral. <sighs> really? Dual wood. You're from my neck of the woods. You have to get me out of here. Well, I mean, once we figure out how to get out of here, I'm sure we can... Wh what do you mean? Well, the entrance we came in collapsed, sort of. So we're looking for another exit. Oh, no. Look, I've heard many things in this mine. Well, we handled that mod flare pretty good. I think we'll, we'll be all right. Well... Let's see if we can get out of here. I'll follow you. The five of you with Ovid Lar, after having a lengthy conversation with him in this room, stand tired, exhausted, hurt, 
What do you want to do next? Well, how long does it feel like we've been awake and moving and doing stuff? Eight hours, probably. Okay. Yeah, we rested as soon as we got in the mines, right? So not a full day's work just yet. So what now? Well, there's only really one way to go from where we are now, and that's back where we came. Have you not found an entrance or an exit? Well, we nope. discussed this earlier. The entrance we came in through got, you know, rocked up. And if we ha- if we found an exit, do you think we'd really be here talking to you? I don't know what you're doing here. Trying to get out. Look, let's just go back into the room that had the, uh, you know, there were other pathways, right? There, there should be at least two more hallways in the room where the mind flare was. If I remember correctly, that's right. And there was a, a furnace from earlier, right? Furnace. Furnace with dogs. Let's we'll leave the furnace room. For last. Worst, worst case scenario, we might could climb out that way. Yeah. Or there's also this babbling brook right outside of us, outside of this room that might lead somewhere. This is true. But I would say we explore the two open corridors that we have yet to walk down. I think that's our best bet. Let's go. The six of you backtrack in your travels through this mine. You make it back to the chamber where you had fought the mine flayer named Andodel. His body still lays there. You head to the north side of the chamber, to the two corridors. You look down the hall, and you do see those pulsing vines lay on the ground at your feet. So just peering down both hallways, like, as far as I could possibly see, is there any difference between the left one and the right one? No. I want to peek my head out from behind Kath's shoulder. So, um, Avidlar, is it? Oh, y- yes, yes. Um, I'm going to point to the vines. What do you know about that? He walks over, kind of, and you actually see, like, as he walks, walked with you from the room you found him to this point, that he kind of has, like, a, a very long limp on his right leg, and you have caught glimpses that he's not wearing shoes, and you just see kind of bones sticking out. Avid Lar walks over to the pulsing vines, and he picks up one that's at the end of it, and he kind of lifts it up and looks at it. And he kind of just holds it in his bony hands. I I don't know. Hmm. You know nothing of this. I do not. Interesting. Okay. Well, which way, guys? Well, if it's up to me, I would say we just continue hugging the walls to the left like we've been doing. And we'll eventually either come back out of this one and go down the next one, or it might lead us out. Why not? Left one it is. Okay. Okay, what order are we walking in? Yeah, what order are y'all walking in? I feel like I probably shouldn't go first, but I'd like to be somewhere near the front, but I'm exhausted to level one, so I just, I feel like that doesn't make sense for me to be a leader at this point. I say whoever has, you know, further vision should probably lead the way at this point. I imagine I'm in front. Okay. After Felomir? I'll follow Feli. After Finch? Uh, I, I think we should be somewhere in the middle too, but I don't want to leave the undead guy at the I end. was going to follow Andadel. Okay, cool. That works. And as I follow him, do does he look like he's in pain because of his limp? I don't think he shows pain. Can he feel pain? I don't know. So we're in the back though, right? Me and Keth. We're third. Y'all are in the middle. So it's Felomir, Finch, Keth Doris, Andodel, Astra. Avid Lore. <laughs> Why everyone call him fucking Andodel? <laughs> this is a far more interesting name. Avid Lar Astra. Hey, Avid Lar, are are you okay? Oh yes. I notice you're limping. I mean, I'm as okay as I can be 
dead. Well, I, I noticed your one of your legs. You've you've been limping since we've been walking. Oh yeah, I'm decaying. Oh. I have a um a lifespan that is slowly going away. I need to complete this mission before I lose it all. I'll uh, turn back from the front. Like, so how long do you have? I don't know. How long have you been? Two months. And what sort of decay have you noticed? Well, pretty much all of my skin is gone at this point. I have some left remaining, but I won't say that it's holding anything in place, that's for sure. Um, my intestines fell out. Uh, did you have any sort of noticeable decay when you were resurrected? I was slightly resurrect or slightly decayed at that time, yes. But no holes in your flesh or anything like that? Um... More like lesions. Well, this is very sad and very gross, but uh, what's in front of us? What are we, what's, where are we going? <laughs> the further you get down the corridor, the vines are also clinging to the walls and the ceiling. The mass of vines eventually becomes so thick that it's blocking the minecart tracks and you will have to step on them to move forward. Everyone watch your step. I'll just start stepping over them. The vines do not react in any way as you step onto them. And as you exit the corridor, Felomir, you see a large chamber in front of you. The key of Kilnar's range does not reach across the entire room. So with your devil sight, you can see in dark vision 100 feet in all directions. The vines cover the ground and the walls that you can see, but you cannot see the ceiling. Doroth and Keth, the light from the drumstick illuminates the 20 feet around you, and then you, your dark vision covers around 20 feet after that. Astra and Finch, you only see the 20-foot radius of light from Doroth's drumstick. And then you hear Ovid Lar speak up. Do you hear that? Give me perception checks. That is a crit miss. Eight. Seventeen. Twenty-three. Seventeen. Doroth, Felomir, and Finch, you hear a long, slow, steady breath in the room. It's heavy, though. A large volume of air. And then you hear a growl. Thelomir, a hundred feet away, you see something come in and out of the darkness like the back of a well on an ocean surface. It slithers in and out of the darkness and into your vision, never giving you a full look. How big is it? It looks pretty large. Guys, there's something big over there. And I'll, like, point it out. Huh? Where? I look behind me. Can uh, can me and Dorth see it no. within our range? Okay. I, I, I don't see anything. We definitely heard it. It's definitely right there. Just keep following the line of sight that he's pointing out, struggling to see what I can. You step a little closer into the chamber, and then, Felomir, it shows itself to you. A hundred feet away, it is one of those dogs, but four times as large. It stands roughly twelve feet high and stands at a distance, calm, but facing you. It opens its mouth and lets out a fierce growl. It looks like it could swallow each of you whole. It moves its head to the left and then right, and that's when you notice these vines are linked and lining along the spine of this monstrosity. It then reaches back with its mouth and tears at the vines. It roars as the vines are snapped from the spine. It then turns back to you, and you see six eyes flutter open. Three eyes lining each side of its skull. Give me initiatives.
first up, Finch. Okay, well, he's out of my range of sight, isn't he? He is. You can only see 20 feet from you. I'm just going to... If I move, does that count as taking my turn? Depends on how much you move. I would just like to take like maybe like a step or two forward and to the left and then take a knee so that I'm like out of the way of anyone that would be behind me that could possibly attack. Okay. So you but I would still like to kind of like hold my turn. Kind All of right. All right. So, yeah, what we can do is we can... Uh, you can move up like 10 feet and then take the ready action. All right. Sounds good. Uh, that ready action will allow you to take a reaction if something were to enter your range for attack. So basically you've got an arrow notched. Perfect. I do. I'm notching it in the crossbow though. If that's okay. Cool. So you're using the crossbow. Yeah. Okay. After Finch is Astra. If I were to cast daylight, would that help us in being able to see? Yes. Okay. If it's within the range of the key of Kilnar. Okay. So I'm going to cast daylight relatively high so that we can all see everything around us as well as above us. Okay. So you cast it kind of at a 45 degree angle up basically. And even with it lighting from that point, you still can't see the ceiling. But all of us can now see the creature. Yes. Daylight has now lit up your entire range of the key of Kilinar. And so you can see this creature. So the description that I gave earlier to Felomir, you now all see. I'm having to use a sorcery point because I'm using a level three spell and I already have used both of my spell slots. Oh, shit. Wah, 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 wah. What does that do? It triggers wild magic. Yup. Uh, so as she casts daylight, you feel an arcane energy burst from yourself, Astra. Roll that D100. 32. You are transported to the astral plane until the end of your next turn, after which you return to the space you previously occupied or the nearest unoccupied space if that space is occupied. Okay. The four of you see Astra's body go limp after casting this daylight spell. Astra, your vision zooms through space and time. You find yourself traveling away from this realm of Asus to a bright, white colored sky with a dark blue ground you stand there after zooming through space and time still and then you turn and look behind you a woman walks up to you puts her arm on your back you look at her over your shoulder she whispers into your ear may you find rest Finch you actually didn't see Astra fall up you have been steadily ready waiting for a vision of this enemy that is now your threat. And as soon as the daylight pops up in the chamber, you release the crossbow bolt. Give me the attack. Also, did you say this one had open eyes or that- It has six open eyes. I'm aiming for an eye. Okay. 27. That's a hit. 11 damage. All right. The bolt flies true flying at about 90 feet and it hits the dog right into its right shoulder and that's all you can really see from your distance after Astra is Doroth I'm gonna hold my turn and after Doroth is Felomir I would like to move slightly closer and slightly to the right and I would like to fire two Eldritch Blasts at this dog alright give me the attacks 14 and 22. 22 hits, 14 does not. Four damage. 
one of your Eldritch Blast flies right over it, and it ducks, and you predict the duck that it's doing, so you take your other arm out, and you throw another Eldritch Blast from your offhand, hitting the dog square in between the eyes. It kind of shakes it off and then looks at you, and then starts to run directly at you. Shit. Felomir, give me a dexterity saving throw. 19. You dodge out of the way of this dog's charge. You dip to the left and go prone, but it does like sw- hit your legs, swinging you around and like spinning you like a break dancer on the floor. You take eight damage from the charge. Ow. After the dog's charge, it's Keth's turn. Astra, no! I see it. She falls down and fly into a rage because in my mind, it has to do with something with this supernatural darkness and her casting a light. And therefore, I'm going to charge the creature Okay. with Doroth on my back. This, this is true. <laughs> All right. It is within range of you. You want to just charge melee attack? Nope. I'm going to charge and try to climb his ass. Oh, shit. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> All right. Give me an athletics check to climb up onto him. Also, I'm going to use, uh, since I I have a little bit of time to sense that, because, you know, we've been hanging out for a while. Let's see how he gets down. I'm going to use a uh, bardic inspiration. Okay. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the uh, bardic inspiration dice? It's you get a D8 to use whenever. So it doesn't have to be right now. Oh, I can choose to add it? Yeah, to whatever, like attack roll or... I think it's like within a minute or something. Cool, I'm not going to use it. 20. 20? All right. Uh, you jump onto the back of this dog. Now give me an animal handling check. 22. So you run and jump onto the back of this dog, and you straddle it like a horse, and you take both of your hand axes. Give me one full attack. Is Doroth still on his back? Oh, yeah. He is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm stuck there. Use a inspiration. All right. That's an instant crit. Oh, is it? Inspira- inspiration. It's going to be instant. Oh, sorry. I mean, bard- bardic inspiration. Oh, okay. It's 18. Okay. You... Uh, dig your axes directly into the back doing no damage but like chopping into its thick hide and you feel them lock in place and now you have handles to hold on to this dog (laughs) so cool because the rule of cool right yeah Yeah. yeah. after Keth um, is Ovid Lar Ovid Lar you all see Ovid Lar like in your peripheral basically walk over to Astra and kind of like pick her up and like holding her trying to make sure she's okay after Ovid Lar, we're back at the top of the order, which is going to bring us to Finch. I would assume because of how large this dog is, there's really nothing blocking my shot. I mean, yeah, you're nothing's blocking your shot, except yeah. for the fact that Keth and Doroth are literally on top of it now. Yeah, but they're like on the middle of his back, I would assume, kind of area. Yeah, I'm still aiming for the eyes. Keth is pretty much straddling like the neck of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe like right behind the hind legs, but it's he's on there. That's cool. Um, I'm going to just kind of pivot on my knee to the right so that I'm facing this dog and notch another bolt with Hunter's Mark. Okay. And uh, take a shot. 20. That's a hit. Okay, so because he's injured, I will also be adding Hunter Colossus Slayer as well. Yes. So... The damage is 19. All right. The arrow flies like into the side of its neck, digging in deep, like right under where Keth's axe is. After Finch, Astra. 
Give me a charisma check. Um, well, that's going to be bad, but I've been reading. <laughs> and I can use Tides of Chaos to manipulate the forces of chance and chaos to gain advantage on one attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. What? Woo! Huh? I can re-roll my ability check. But also casting Tides of Chaos, you calls wild magic again. Our rule of thumb for your wild magic is crit, crit miss, sorcery point usage, or Tides of Chaos. Yeah. So I need you to roll the wild magic table. Well, can I first do my... Yes. Eight plus six. So 14? Yes. Okay. You look at this lady that's talking to you from the plane of Dela, and she puts her hand on your shoulder and says, Your innocence brings you rest. You are now long rested. Okay. So I get all of my... HP and spells. Okay. But now I need you to roll that wild magic table. Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to stay here forever. That's 61, which is... For the next minute, you must shout when you speak. Yes. <laughs> go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is like, like a... some fucking drinking yeah, game. Yeah, it's like Captain Dickhead. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a really good Captain Dickhead rule, too. <laughs> and it's now the end of your turn. So you come back to the to the plane of Asus, and you see... Ovid Lar just like holding you, looking at you in the face. His rotted face, looking at your face. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> What's going on? I want to, like, we're on, we're in grave danger. <laughs> we are on the back of this huge dog. But I want to just, like, look. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on down there? <laughs> And after Astra's door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they her and uh Astra and Avidlar are right beside the dog, right? Or Oh, they're no. all the way over there. Yeah, they're still at the entrance of the corridor. Who is that beside the dog? That That's... is me, Felomir. He got oh. knocked prone during the charge. That's unfortunate, Phil. Well, being startled by what has just happened with uh, with Astra, and um, I had something else that I was cooking up, but her instant yelling kind of distracted me. So I'm gonna cast Thunder Wave at a uh, at second level. So yeah. Okay. I had something else that I was gonna do, but she she distracted me. So now a Thunder Wave is happening. I don't have a spell book. I have it. Okay. I don't have the spell book. But... Says a wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must take a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. On a successful save, a creature takes half as much uh, damage and isn't pushed. In addition, unsecured objects are that are completely within range of effect are automatically pushed 10 feet away from you. By the spell's effect, and the spell emits a thunderous boom audible 300 feet. I didn't want this, but you were screaming, <laughs> so. So it originates at, at you? Yes. Oh, God. Or from you, um, <laughs> really. <laughs> give me a uh, constitution saving throw, Felomir and Keth. What's the spell, DC? 
Spell DC is going to be 16. I fail. I'm using inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got an inspiration point? I have yep. two. Give me the damage. Is it half damage to success? Yeah. Okay. And it's, won't it be 3d8? Yeah. Just higher level? Okay. <laughs> Fucking God, are you serious? <laughs> What's the damage? It's going to be 24. Oh my uh, 22, God. 22, actually, yeah. Which is exactly as much HP as I have. Really? Yes. Mm. Zero? I'm at zero. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, magic. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't be startling me, man. That's what happens. Keth, an energy pulses from your back pocket. What? You feel the luggage that you were carrying immediately go away. The turcodile shell has split in half. Doroth, you have fallen from the back <laughs> of Keth and land onto the on your back onto the top of the dog as you emit this thunderous explosion. Felomir, you start to look up and get up, especially after seeing Ash or hearing Astra scream, and then you're just pounded into the ground <laughs> and you slide ten feet, falling unconscious. Because of your broken leg, Doroth. You fall onto the dog, and then you slide off, hitting the ground from 12 feet up. Such is true. 10 feet is a d6, but because of the broken leg, you take 10 damage. All right. <laughs> so, Keth, you took 11 damage in that. Felomir, 22. And the dog, 22. The dog actually goes prone. All right. From the, like, from the pulse pushing him down. It's not out. Is Keth still on the back of the dog? He is. Okay. He held he held true through the uh, explosion of sound and thunder. So now he had a turkadile shell protecting him. Well, I mean the tur- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Felomir, I need a death save throw. And that's a d twenty, right? I have no clue. It's been so long. I think it's a d twenty. If it's under ten, it's a fail. It's a over. If it's over ten, it's a pass. Yeah. So I'm behind the dog or on the side? On the side. Okay. I don't think you get to add anything to it, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's a 15. All right. You succeed once. So my positioning is... Prone on the ground on the right side of the dog. Okay. And Felomir is... 10 feet from 10 you. 10 feet from me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> After Felomir's saving throw, Keth, you look down at the spine of this dog and you see like a steam coming from the spines on it. Poison liquid shoots from its spines all around it in a 10 foot radius. Felomir, you're not in range. Thank God. <laughs> uh, give me a constitution saving throw, Keth and Doroth. 24. Um, 20. All right, you'll both succeed, which means you take half damage. And you aren't poisoned. <laughs> half damage will be 11. That was going to happen. Like, by the way, if y'all still blaming me for that, that was going to happen <laughs> anyway. I ain't looking too good. <laughs> good to know. Whose turn is it, Dave? After the dog, it's Cut's turn. Oh, Dorothy, I hate it when you do that! <laughs> I yell as I slam my mace into the back of the dog's head. Twice. All right, give me the attack. 
15. Right, 23. Wait, hold on, sorry. Give me advantage because you're on its back. So you could just use those first two for your first one. So 23. Uh, 23. So that's a hit. Crit! All right. Just in time. See, I'm, in, I'm inspiring <laughs> that, that anger. So let's give me the damage for the first one. Really creating rage. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to work out. Nine. And then give me a d20 roll. 17. 17 on bludgeoning damage. The off arm is broken in its damage. You get an extra die and it's max damage. So it would normally be two dice. Three, three so dice. now it's three dice. Max damage. No, I get... All right, so I got uh, Savage... Oh, wait. Savage attacks, so I get plus one dice on my criticals. Okay. For attacks. So it's a fourth dice? Yes. All right, so max that. Is it, four, is it a D8? It's a D6. So D6, that's going to be 24, plus your strength modifier? Six. So yeah, six. No, so three. Sorry. Strength modifier is three? Yeah. Okay. Saving throw is six. Um, so that's going to be 27 damage. And you take... You hit it once directly into the back of the head, which was the nine damage. Mm -hmm. You then rear back and then just like bring down the rage that is in your body. But instead of like hitting it accurately, you just kind of hit the top left shoulder of its front leg and you feel like it just kind of lean on that real hard. And he, you have broken its shoulder basically. Ovid Lar looks at you, Astra. What's going, what's going on? What happened? I don't know. I just I just went somewhere and and then I came back and I don't know what happened, but I feel a lot better now. <laughs> I feel great. I feel alive. Have you tried this, Molly? <laughs> I'm rolling hard, man. <laughs> and we're back at the top of the order, which is Finch. All right. So this dog has now gone like kind of almost neck to the floor. Yeah, it's prone on its on its belly. So I'm going to kind of move myself about 15 feet away from the dog so that I got a closer shot, but I'm also not in range of damage. But I'm also going to take that distance maybe up just slightly to step in front of Felomir so that I'm protecting his lint body. Okay. So you move and stand kind of like at Felomir's ankles um, and line up your crossbow shot. All right, here we go. It's going to be 17. That's a miss. The arrow flies true, hitting it like into its hide, but it doesn't pierce deep. It just kind of bounces off after Finch's Astra. Is it now technically the end of my turn? Yeah, you are back in the plane of Aces. You are, it is your full turn now. And I'm not shouting and speaking. No, that's a minute. So that's 10 rounds. I thought that said for a turn. I'm pretty sure it said a minute. Said a minute. Whatever, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's it for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> right? For all I think you time. have to do it in and out of game, oh, too. Yeah, it was the next minute. That's 10 minutes. It was the next minute! <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to stop casting daylight because then we wouldn't be able to see, but at the same... That's a concentration spell, so as long as you don't do another concentration spell, that continues oh, going on. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, in that case, I'm going to fuck this dude up because everybody's dying. Well, only... Never mind. Only I'm dying. Oh, is well, what yeah. he was going to say. Well, yeah, but I mean, poison spray, you know. Don't worth his arm's way out if he didn't yeah, I mean, <laughs> heal up soon. Hold on, guys, I'm coming! And I'll run out, like, within range. Are you doing, like, an, a cool, like, action run? Or are you doing, like, a Phoebe? <laughs> 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 That's 
a great reference. I, for- <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. It's funny the things you remember from childhood. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cast a chromatic orb at this giant dog of acid. Okay. And I will use Tides of Chaos to <laughs> Let's one. go! <laughs> oh my <Wild> god. <laughs> <laughs> so much wild magic. It's 13 plus my spell attack bonus, right? Yes. So 19? 19 hits. Cool. Roll that wild magic. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wild magic is my favorite thing in this whole game. Zero. That's a hundred. That is a hundred. Oh shit. Okay. That's an important. Do we want high numbers or low numbers in wild magic? I don't know if it matters. You regain all expended sorcery points, but I haven't used any yet. I just got the ball back. I thought it was the fireball. I guess that's one, maybe. But at least it didn't trigger anything bad. Right. So yeah, let's roll the damage for the chromatic orb. 19. This liquid ball emits from your from your hand, traveling at a very fast speed. It hits the side of the face of the dog, doing 19 damage. A... Yeah, take that! Yeah, <laughs> 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 the, the, the shitty ass! Yeah! I actually forgot about that for a second. <laughs> Whoever you think you are, I am. After Astra is Doroth. Okay, so I'm on the ground. Prone. So can I crawl? You can. But only like five feet. So yeah, you can crawl five feet. I'm I'm gonna crawl five feet away from the dog. And oh look, it's 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 <laughs> it's Felomir. Can I can I touch Felomir? You can. Okay. So just so we know, I am crawling away from the dog, not towards Felomir. He just <laughs> I just happened to see him. <laughs> Like, oh, look, there's a Felomir there. Since he's here, I might as well. <laughs> don't want anyone to get the wrong yeah, nice idea. to think mm-hmm. that I was doing anything nice. You just happened to be within my path. I always knew you cared so, about me. <laughs> I'm going to hit him with a uh, Cure Wounds. It's going to be nine. Felomir, you receive nine health. Doris makes things better. So does that that gives you an automatic save? I assume. Well, if I'm above, if I go above zero hit points, then I'm stable. Okay, so you don't have to. Uh, I don't have to death save anymore. Okay, cool. But I'm unconscious still. Yeah. yeah. Does it say how you can get out of that unconscious state? Oh, it says the unconsciousness ends if you regain any hit points. All right. Just in time, Felomir. It's your turn. You've been healed, which means you come back to consciousness. Oh. Mm. Whoa! And you see Doroth at your ankles, and he just—he has his hand on your ankle. What? Hi. I just want to. Are we making eye contact? Yeah. I just want to reach up with my other hand and give him a thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) I will return the gesture. (laughs) T two style. (laughs) From under the lava. And it's your turn, Felomir. I guess. I'll stand up, kind of like. Come back to consciousness. You see me heroically in front of you, protecting you. Yeah, okay, so the scene you see in front of you is Keth is on top of the dog still with poison all over his skin. <laughs> Finch is standing directly to your right a little bit with like like 
putting another bolt into the crossbow. Astra is to your right even more, screaming at the top of her lungs. Felibir, are you okay? What's going on? I don't know. And she has her hand out, and you see that like she just sh- shot some sort of acid, and it's like spraying off of the face of the dog. Um, I guess I'll kind of like stumble around for a second and try to sh- shoot the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Some Eldritch Blasts. All right. Do you want to move at all? Um, I think after getting up, you get half of your speed. I'll just... No, not really. Okay. I would, as long as I have a clear shot, I'm not do. It's just Dorth prone in front of you. Uh, the first one's a 20. All right. That's a hit. And the, uh, the second one's a crit miss. Oh, man. <laughs> Felomir, give me the damage for the successful hit. That'll be four damage. All right. Now, roll a d100 for me. Or you can just do a d10. If it's one, two, or three, the Eldritch Blast blows up in your hand. If it's four, five, or six, you hit Keth. If it's seven through ten, it just flies off. All right. Well, I rolled a ten. All right. So your second Eldritch Blast just kind of flies and hits the wall behind. Cool. I'll take that. And the rumbling. <laughs> You're now trapped. After Felomir is the dog's turn. It tries to stand up, and it pushes up with all four legs. And it does stand up, but then you feel it like, Keth, you feel it kind of lean to the left like a jerk motion. Give me a animal handling. Crit. All right, you hold on tight, and it turns and looks at the three that are grouped up about 10 feet away, and it steps forward to attack Finch. It tries to headbutt you, Finch. Does a 24 hit? Yeah. (laughs) For 11 damage. Ow. The headbutt kind of knocks you back five feet, and it's now Keth's turn. Keep whacking it in the head. All right. 13, 11. Oh, this is with advantage because oh. you're on top of it still. So 13 and 11. All right. <laughs> you uh, you take this mace and just kind of hit it on top of its head over and over again, but you're just not hitting it hard enough so he barely notices through his thick hide. No one held their turns. So we're back to the top of the order. Finch, it's looking right at you. Like as in it's almost kind of like focused <clears throat> on me? Yes. Um, if anything, then, since I think it's focused on me, I'd like to kind of run and take him away from my party of friends. Okay. You hop over, Dorth. I'll go, hey, 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 And maybe I'll just shoot one at him, too, whenever I kind of get some distance. Okay, give me a deception check. 23. All right. He focuses on you, and he turns towards you. What's the distance between me and him? Right now, it's about 20 feet. Okay, so my spike growth is a 20... Oh, wait, I I can't use any of it right now. Um, I will notch a crossbow. Take a shot. All right. 22. That's a hit. Of course it is. (laughs) 22. 
damage, that is. Do you know what all I had to do to do 22 damage? That was like a super crit for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a masterwork crossbow. I don't, like, that's the reason that I can, like, make contact with this one a lot easier. Remember, it's also the silver bolts on these things, and they that's hurt a lot more. I had to hurt my friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, wait, he's doing more than 22 damage. He is. Okay. Because of the silver bolts. Yeah. The, the bolt flies true and hits right into the back, like right into its back, right between Keth's legs. Keth, you see it like dig in deep into the hide and it starts to sizzle a lot. Ooh. After Finch's Astra. I'll just do Ray of Frost. Okay. You want to do anything special with it? It's a cantrip, so no. You don't want to do any sorcerer points or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. might want to. <laughs> Everybody's looking at her like when SpongeBob found out uh, fucking Squidward liked Krabby Patties. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you trying to find the wild magic chart? It's. Uh, <laughs> I will do a chromatic orb using twin spell. Okay. And Keth is still on the back of this dude. Yep. So give me the two attacks. I have a crit miss and an 11. I mean, you did crit miss, though, so that is the wild balls. <laughs> what? Oh, Tides. Yeah, it is wild magic. Anyway, so two wild magics? Yep. God damn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> two so. wild magic and no damage. Wait, what's, is it 11 plus It's something? 11 plus 6, so okay. 17. That one hits. Okay. Oh. Yay. <laughs> There's been more magic, uh, wild magic in this one episode okay. than the entire campaign. Well, combined. I haven't fully understood how literally any of this works with sorcery points, meta magic, tides of chaos. Like, I have not. Right. Yeah, you haven't yeah. used it. It's of that very before. confusing, but now I'm understanding. But Dave also put his own rules on it, so that's even further, makes it even harder. Wild magic. excited 44 the next minute you can teleport up to 20 feet as a bonus action on each of your turns <laughs> nice. that's great that's awesome <laughs> okay but you gotta do it twice because you had a crit miss and you use sorcery points i'm aware thank you you're welcome 98 you are surrounded by faint ethereal music for the next minute <laughs> <laughs> now now can we hear it Ethereal? No, ethereal just her, just she's gonna hear it. Oh my gosh! You're, so now you're yelling. You have ethereal music playing in the background for yourself, and you can teleport. And you can teleport twenty feet once per turn. Once per as turn. a bonus action. As a bonus action. Oh my god! <laughs> this sounds awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so give me the damage for one of those chromatic orbs. Okay. What so... uh, it, what energy type? Oh yeah, I guess just acid. Okay. All right. The acid shoots from your hands in almost a ray-like form this time, and it kind of catches up to itself mid-flight on its way to the dog and kind of creates this five-inch ball and collides into the side of the dog, exploding into a splash of acid, doing eight damage. After Astra is Doroth. I'm going to continue my uh, heroic crawl away from the, the dog. Another five feet. 
<laughs> but I want to try to turn my body because right now I'm like facing away from it. But I want to turn my body, like basically flip over. Okay. And uh, raise my head. Do a vicious mockery. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I bet your shoulder hurt, doesn't it? I bet that acid burn. What wasn't it? He's thrown off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's is it? Wisdom or con? I can't remember. It's been a while. Mm. It's wisdom. I'm it's gonna say it's wisdom. Yeah. Seventeen. Sixteen. Sorry. But you, di- did- you diss him, but he has no effect. He doesn't hear you. It was a weak diss. <laughs> Felomir, your turn. I will keep shooting at him with some Eldritch Blasts. All right. It's a 22. It's a hit. And a 21. Both hit. That's going to be 15 damage total. All right. Uh, two Eldritch Blasts go from both palms as you like bring them together and collide with the dog at the same moment, doing 15 damage. Sweet. After Felomir is the dog's turn. Finch, he charges at you. I need a dexterity saving throw from you. 15. You dodge out of the way, but he kind of hits you like in the left arm as you kind of, and it kind of spins you, keeping you afoot, but still doing a little bit of damage. Seven damage. After the dog is Keth. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast my mace to the side, and I'm going to pull out the trusty giant slayer. All right. And I'm going to attack him with it, trying to aim you know, at his neck or something. Now, the Giant Slayer is a... Halberd. Oh. It's, it's the halberd I use to slay the giant. <laughs> oh, I have uh, advantage. You still. do. 21. It's a hit. 24. Also a hit. 13 plus 11. 24. 24 damage. You take the halberd and you just kind of take the spike side of the blade at the end and stab it into the back of the neck and then you stab it again and you're getting some deep cuts. Ovid Lar runs over to you, Doroth. He picks you up. Don't touch me, you decrepit thing! And he carries you to the corridor to a safety and puts you back down, leaning you against the wall. Okay. I got you. <laughs> After Ovid Lar, we're back at the top of the order, which is Finch. Shoot him in the butthole. <laughs> yeah. I would assume I'm probably not going to shoot him in the butthole. Um, that I would probably like take a step or two to the left just so that I could get more of a center mass to headshot okay. angle. And then, yeah, you know, notch the uh, old crossbow. Now, you've seen Star Wars, right? You could do like the Death Star ass, like just shoot them straight if up. If that's his weak spot, I'm still <laughs> thinking it's going to be an eyeball, but we'll see. So many dwarves died to get those plans. 15. <laughs> that's a miss. The bolt flies overhead, almost hits you, Kath but you just feel the air as it flies by you. Astra. Does anyone else hear this music? What's going on? I just want to look puzzled <laughs> at her. I'm going to teleport directly behind the dog. Okay. And shoot him in the butt. So you teleport 20 feet? Mm-hmm. Surprised? You surprise yourself that you can do it? Yeah. You just kind of willed it into existence in your head, like, I need to be right there, and you just were there. What the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, whatever. <laughs> and then I shoot him in the butt with another acid. Chromatic orb? Yes. Okay. Watch oh, it should be a crit. <laughs> Shh. Let's go! Let's go! Was it a crit? Yeah! Oh, my God. <laughs> right in the butthole. Yes! 
God, I wish someone was filming it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so We're excited. gonna go through the whole fucking list. <laughs> I've never seen someone crit and not not like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Astra, give me another d20 roll. Um, 16. Roll the damage twice. First, let's see what the wild magic is. No, let's roll damage first. Okay. So, uh, so because you're roll- adding an extra one, dice and you're rolling three. the dice twice, you're rolling 8d8. Mm. Jesus. Wait, what? You would normally do three. A yeah. crit, you add another die. Oh. Yes. Okay. 17. No, 18, 19. 8. So 27. 27. Now roll the wild magic chart for the crit. 19. You cast Greased centered on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh Greased up, shawty. <laughs> I hope it's a 10 foot range because then Felomir's in it. <laughs> All right. Grease is. Stick grease. Slick grease covers the ground and a 10 foot square centered on a point within range and turns it into difficult terrain for the duration. When the grease appears, each creature standing in its area must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or fall prone. A creature that enters the area area or ends its turn there must also succeed on a dexterity saving throw or fall prone so dexterity saving throw let's get them dex rolls dude do we do that now at the end of my turn when the grease appears (laughs) and then anytime you end your turn in it or enter the area you begin to conjure this chromatic orb to shoot it at the dog and you realize it's just growing larger and larger and it gets to about five or 15 inches wide and then you just hurl it at its butt side and it hits directly center and explodes into a large ball of acid everywhere and then you look down and you see there's this black liquid all around your feet give me a dexterity saving throw what is going on (laughs) (laughs) um 16 you hold steady and you can feel your feet slipping and it's kind of like you're standing on ice basically and you're just kind of keeping your feet flat trying to hold yourself there okay after Astra's Doroth I'm gonna look up at uh, Avadlar and say I appreciate what you've done but never touch me again (laughs) I was just trying to help I touch me I'm gonna touch myself (laughs) (laughs) and and cure my wounds I'm gonna look him dead in the eye Let's go. Doroth makes things better. That's 12. Oh, okay. All right. All right, Doroth, you heal yourself for 12. Felomir, your turn. Ugh. I'm just going to look to my my right at Astra and be like, what What are you doing? What's going on? I don't know! <laughs> and uh, I'll take maybe a couple steps back from this grease and... Uh, Shoot two more blasts. All right. It's a 19. It's a hit. And a 20. Both hit. For 14 damage total. In rapid succession, you shoot two Eldritch Blasts from your palms, both colliding with the dog. 
it falls like down onto its hind legs like you basically have broken both of them it seems and it tries to like step forward but it can't seem to do that so it just rolls over (laughs) give me a athletic yeah give me an athletics check eight it rolls on top of you so d6 for every 200 pounds i'll say the creature 600 pounds so 3d6 for only six damage. Uh, give me a animal handling, though, if you want to stay on. <laughs> stay on! <laughs> Absolutely. 22. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do... I'm uh, I'm down to two HP also, so I am fucked up. I rolled a 19 on his like acrobatics or whatever I'm going to say. His dex a check is there to throw you off. So you stay on, and it's now your turn. All right, I'm going to... Uh try to get to my feet and stab at him. I'm 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 going to stab at him once and then I'm going to jump and hit him with like a <laughs> leaping stab. Like Brad Pitt from Troy. Exactly. <laughs> 19 13 19 and 13. 19 hits. 8. All right. You take the halberd and you jam it center skull of the dog. And he falls with you, and you roll off of the front of him. Give me an acrobatics check. Eleven. You can't hold on to the halberd, and it just stays stuck in its head. And you roll to the ground, and you stand up in front of it, and he's not moving. I'm going to kind of like maybe slightly collapse to at least a knee because I'm also at two health right now. (laughs) So I was on the border of death as well. I just didn't let anyone know. But now that combat's over, I'm not trying to hide anymore. I'm like fucking, I've had it. Yeah, as soon as my rage dissipates, I'm just going on my butt. So you all collapse into like your zones, basically. Deep breathing. Ovid Large is standing over you, Doroth. <laughs> All right. Do, do you want to re, do you want me to take you over there to them? Okay. He picks you up at the corridor and walks you over to like where Felomir is. He puts you down. Now, when he puts me down, ha- describe how he does that. Does he just sit me on Yeah, the he just kind of sits you like down like maybe 5 feet from Felomir. Ah! <clears throat> Careful. I'm sorry. Yeah, we we made it barely. Hopefully this leads us somewhere, huh? Yeah, it'd be bad if that was all for nothing. Yeah, that that was that was that was a lot. Yeah, what was what was going on with you? I have no idea. You just started flashing I, everywhere and screaming and you I I don't know, I was here and then I vanished and I saw some lady and she touched me and said something weird and then I came back and I felt better and then I can't stop screaming. And then all this music starts playing, but I can, I'm the only person that can hear it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear any music. And then there's just grease all around me. What kind of music? And I can it? teleport? I don't, just some, it's, it's really difficult to describe. I'll uh, make my way over to Astra and just put a comforting hand on her shoulder. It's, it's okay. 
we need we need to rest here, guys. I can't go much further. Where is the shell? Um, the oh. shell's like <laughs> across the room. Like it's in vision of the daylight, but it is across the room and broken in half. Like the just cracked. It's not <clears throat> that the backside of it's broken in half. It's that the backpack that was the bottom of the shell and then the top of the shell split in half. Because he was inside of it. Doris, did you use that spell again? What spell? The, the spell you attacked me with before. You, you broke my, you broke my backpack. And you almost killed me. Well, I can explain. I, I was preparing something else, and I got startled, and it just happened. I'm sorry. I'm just look at him with a big frowny face as I hold the. Backpack remnants. <laughs> I'm gonna try to mend it. I, I could, knowing knowing that <laughs> I met two health, so I'm gonna use one health to create good ten berries. good berries, <laughs> <laughs> and then I will eat them all. all and right. then uh, once I can kind of get my feet under me, I'm going to go collect the five bolts that I have shot off in all this right. battle. So yeah, you kind of walk around and try and find your bolts, including the ones that are in the body of. Uh, the monstrosity. Hey, thanks, Astra. That's good as new. Put it back on. Hey, hey, Fitch, can you get my axes? Yeah, hold on. I'll kind of try and pull them out. out. Yeah. So, uh, y'all planning to rest right here? I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it. Like I'm, I'm telling this to Finch to grab, grab my axes, like as I'm sitting on the ground. All right. Oh yeah. It yeah. Is, the, the giant slayer is also in the head of the creature. Good. Get the giant slayer too, please. Yeah, <laughs> I've only got so many hands, buddy. I'm gonna get the two axes out and then walk over to him, set him down, and also sit down next to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going nowhere. <laughs> I'll get a layer. I'm going to fall back onto the ground, onto my back, and just stare up. Okay. So, yeah, y'all all kind of group up together, kind of sitting and resting. So, what's the plan to rest here? Yeah. There's there's no plan, I think, to move out of this room for me or Keth, at least. I would, I would prefer, guys, if we could just at least take a short rest here. Like, the beast is slain, and I'm exhausted. Actually, after that fight, real quick, everybody give me constitution saves. 18. 15. 19. 18. 21. Y'all succeed on that exhaustion check. Hey, hey, Doroth, you, do you still have that hut thing that you can make? I'm too weak. I'm just worried. We're, we're kind of out in the open here. We haven't really explored further than this. Is this just a big room? So far from what you've seen, yes. Okay. Um, I guess since I'm in the best shape, I'm just going to walk around the room and kind of inspect. Okay. I mean, you'd have to take the key of Kilnar with you. Okay. Because, like, you can see what you can see with the key of Kilnar range. Hey, Thelamir, can I get that that key? I'm going to inspect, make sure we're safe, because we haven't really explored that much Oh, yeah, sure. In this area. I'll, like, take it off my neck and hand it to her. Okay. okay. I'm probably going to want the drumstick as well. What's the drumstick? The light that Doroth cast. Oh, okay. I will also... Hey. <laughs> hey, Doroth, can I see that that drumstick? I'm going to clutch it close to me. Okay. Did you say please? 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 So I can make sure that we're safe? I will slowly hand it to her. 
Okay, this drumstick is an extension of my creativity. <laughs> Astra, I have never loaned out an instrument. I expect this back in the same condition I gave it. Are you on the floor? Yes. Okay. I'm going to bow and take it <laughs> and stand back up. And as she's walking away, I want to be like, promise me! <laughs> Astra, you walk around the chamber for a little bit. Pretty much everyone, the key of Kilnar gets out of range for you, so it goes dark. And at the other side of the chamber, you find a very large tunnel. And it goes up at an incline. And you feel a fresh, but much colder and dry air coming from the tunnel. This may be your exit. Okay, I'm going to head back to the group. Hey guys, um... So I'm not 100% sure, but there's a, a tunnel going, you know, kind of up from here. It gets kind of colder as I approach. So what that might be an exit. I want to hold my hand out. I'm also going to hold my hand out. <laughs> <laughs> I return their belongings. An exit. So, yeah, I think, you know, we, we should be safe here as long as it's not an entrance for any more of these. <laughs> Um, dogs. I'm pretty good. Y'all, um, y'all rest up and, uh, I'll keep watch. Yeah, you're not tired at all. Yeah. Sounds like a plan to me. Well, I'm going to settle in for a long rest unless anyone has an opposition to that. You pull out your bedrolls and you set yourself up for a long rest. Because he's injured, the police are here. <laughs> God, that picked up really strong. Yeah, yeah it did.